So I know this podcast focuses pretty much entirely on Winnipeg music, but my friend Sean Lewis, who lives in Ontario, is an honorary Winnipegger. He spent enough time here a few years back that I think he counts, and he's got a great project called Better Homes for Meaner People. They put out a new record on January 6th of this year. It's called Action Pack Living. You should check it out now. Described as a blisteringly intoxicating and abrasive mix of electronic beats, heavy-hitting distorted bass lines, experimental noise, and intense spoken word vocals. You can get it now at betterhomesformeanerpeople.bandcamp.com. So as this isolation continues, and I'm recording all of my episodes remotely, I'm trying a few new things. And this episode is probably the first time in a while that I've tried talking to two people on the line in two different locations at the same time. The last time we tried this was the Murder Capital episode, which was a really fun podcast, but there were definitely some audio issues. I think this one sounds a lot better. This is my conversation with both members of local prog weirdos Nugget. We talk about their technically adventurous two-piece sound, the way they're dealing with the pandemic, scatting, which surprisingly is an important part of their writing process despite being an instrumental band, and a lot more. Fun conversation, great guys, great band, and I hope you dig it. Thanks for listening. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, you know, it's quarantine zone again. We're still doing these remote calls, but, uh, you know, it's kind of nice. It, it makes for a, a different way of doing the podcast, which is kind of cool because I still see people's faces, but it, it's, it's different. Like talking to people over the internet, even though I'm looking at you, it's still different than the in-person thing, but it, it's not, but it's been working. So I, I'm happy about that. So I think that the best way to um, kind of get this one started is I have two of you here. One of you has been on the show before but with a different project. And so maybe the best way to start things off is if you just want to introduce yourselves, what you play in the band, and then we can sort of go into talking about the band itself. Okay, yeah, well, I'll start things off. So my name is Daniel, and uh, I play the drums in the project with Sean. Uh, we are Nuggets. Uh, it's just the two of us. Cool. I already, shit, I already spoiled. You did, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you spoiled the surprise there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like a minute. We're like a minute in, and I've already. Fucked You've already ruined it. it. Yeah, yeah. We should just we should end this now. I think it's a minute long podcast. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Take two. My name's my name's uh, Daniel. I play drums and nugget. Is my other my other half here? He'll tell you all about his uh, his. Part. <laughs> hey, my name's Sean. In case you didn't know, uh, I play guitar and nugget. Cool, and nugget. Yeah. I mean, it's just, first of all, it's a two-piece, which is crazy, um, because from what everything I've heard, it, it's very technical, and there's a lot going on for just two guys to be playing, but I, I hate asking this question, but I have to ask it every time. How do you define the sound of it? Because listening to it, I have ideas of what I think I would call it, you know, having never heard it before. I'd be, oh, this sounds like blank, but what do you do if someone says, oh, I hear you guys have a band, what kind of music do you play? After after we actually manage to kind of stumble through what we think our project sounds like, I'd like to hear what you think it would. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Might have been sure because <laughs> I am I am I am terrible at uh, like uh, genre uh, labeling. Well, the question uh, sucks, right? Genre definitions. It's a <laughs> shitty a question. It's a thing. shitty question, but genre labeling. Everyone has it, to. Well, yeah, it's 
it's it's it's valid, right? Because you know, if uh, if somebody's into a certain style of music, you might want to recommend something based on it. I don't know. I definitely, I'm definitely not one to kind of geek out on uh, subgenres and everything like that. You know, two types of music, right? Yeah, yeah, country and western. Good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I might, I might say something like, you know, um, like progressive experimental rock. Okay. Yeah, I usually sure. go with progressive rock or maybe progressive metal. Uh, you could throw math in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always good. It always yeah. confuses people, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't, I don't think we'd really identify uh, at this point as like a metal band. Yeah, I always feel definitely... weird with that. Like compared to actual metal bands, we're definitely not. <laughs> but it, really hanging with them, but uh, but it's heavy though. Heavy yeah, I mean it's you can, it's like we, definitely heavy. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have heavier sections. Um, definitely with our newer stuff, we've been experimenting more with like dynamics and playing around with like you know like sneakier shit. Okay. <laughs> Literally what we're calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and and just trying to explore other elements of musicianship than like you know uh, like we're we don't ever. Uh, like there's, I guess there are some runs where it's like, you could call it kind of shreddy and I throw in like odd blast beats and there's kind of barrages of double bass and stuff like that, that you kind of attribute with like metal, but, uh, definitely we're exploring a lot of other aspects. So, um, I definitely wouldn't confine us to that. Although I think we could kind of roll with that crowd and probably others beyond that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, Like we, we, we definitely, we, we've, I don't think we've ever, um, I don't think there's anything that we didn't play because it wouldn't fit into our sound. Okay, you know what I mean. It's not like oh, this isn't heavy enough for you know our audience, or this is a little like too out there for what we've done previously. Like we're really open to exploring new ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe if 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 Sean's brought together a riff and I've been like, oh, that's pretty cool, we should jam that. But then he's thinking, oh, maybe like when you've been playing like with more math rock or or other projects like that, because you know we've both had our projects alongside this. So maybe he's intended something for something else, but it's not because that Nugget couldn't handle that. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I think, in a roundabout way. Anything, yeah. the stuff I've kind of withheld from Nugget is the stuff that sounds more put together. Okay, I like I don't know. I like Nugget as an outlet for the weirdest stuff we can come up with, and so if I've got a more math rock kind of riff or a jazzy kind of riff. I almost don't like it to be too tonal. Okay, cool, cool. And if the riff sounds like really poppy and catchy, I almost think it's like not nugget enough <laughs> or something. Well, I think I saw something yeah. on one of your uh, social media pages that said like uh, progressive rock weirdos, weirdos or something, right? And like uh, weird, weird dudes making weird. Yeah, music. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I think with what Sean was saying about like you know, I don't think we're necessarily trying to write stuff that's like over the top technical. But I think we both have an appreciation for challenging ourselves with like, you know, putting new ideas. And I definitely find like, you know, oh, I've already spent a lot of time on this one style. And, you know, I don't want to keep kind of I don't want to necessarily keep riffing on the same thing. Like there's definitely stuff. If you look back at our catalog, it's like, oh, this riff sounds like this riff before. But I think definitely like we're both trying to move forward with what we're doing musically and explore a lot of new ideas and not just. You know, like sometimes it's not necessarily a bad thing because people like a certain style. And if you got a good formula, you know, you might as well keep churning some shit out. But uh, sure. um, oh, where was I going with that? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I have a question to kind of go off that. You know, like you were saying, you're not you're not overtly trying to be technical. But do you think that the fact mm-hmm. that you have just two people and one of them is a drummer, like does that sort of just 
make technicality sort of like a prerequisite like you have to be otherwise it's going to be just too too stripped down like i mean because there's a lot going on in those songs and is that just sort of necessity to because you need to fill what would normally be four five people or whatever with just just two of you i think i think we're just really busy naturally okay yeah, you know, I like, like to I th- think that uh, the answer is no. Like, we don't just try to be technical, but right. at the same time, our music doesn't speak to that. <laughs> our music, is, we don't have any sections that are just straightforward for sixteen bars. Sure, sure. Four, four, there, there definitely are. There definitely are songs. Um, you know, like if you look at our Coney twenty fifteen album, like the second tune on there, uh, Silk Roads. Like that's it's pretty chilled out. There's a lot of empty space. We're kind of like you know, there, there's a big ambient intro. Even like the main riff is still kind of like. It's it's kind of a rock groove, like it gets pretty kind of like skippy and a little sketchy and stuff like that. But like it's not really heavy, really busy, really filled out for the most part. Okay. Right? And then we've got some other songs that we haven't recorded yet, and there are sections where, you know, like uh, for one of the newest tunes that we're basically finished, uh, you know, like a lot of that is, you know, it's like quieter dynamics. There's a little bit more space and everything like that. So yeah, yeah. What is the writing process like for the two of you? I, I I I'm like oh Sean I was on I'll pull over I'll pull over some some I'll pull over when I'm in the middle of a bike ride out of breath and I'll take like a a video be like Sean I got a really cool riff like you know and then like we'll kind of keep that in the bank and you know like if it's really good we'll remember that and then like you know we'll kind of you know go back and forth like that so does that actually translate really great does that boo 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 yeah yeah yeah. man like we we it sounds funny but that's like honestly a majority of our writing has probably come from that (laughs) that's cool we started that's kind of how we started we're like we kind of met hiking okay just hanging out outside of music and just scatting ideas to each other realized we better start a band (laughs) (laughs) i think i think the majority of the stuff that we write like the the kind of like eureka moments happen outside of the jam space you know like sean and i um hang out we do a lot of like cycling and a lot of like outdoor exploration shit together and uh he came over to my house the first time i ever ever met him face to face after being friends with him on the internet he came over to my place to you know like i helped him with uh construct like a a training program like i've got my kinesiology background right he came over to my house and he's like oh i want to get into a climbing competition and i do you know, physical labor for the summer. So what can you do for me? So cool. we're kind of hanging out like that and then talking music and stuff. Um, so we got a lot of common interests uh, together outside of the band. And, uh, you know, we, I find, I think Sean's probably on the same page with me. Um, our best inspiration just kind of comes when we're not actually trying to write or when we're just kind of goofing off doing other stuff and you get ideas in your head and you're just in a flow state. And yeah, because a lot of the times yeah, when we're in my ba- sure. when we're in my basement where we practice, um, you know, and we're trying to like, oh, that's a cool riff, but where can we go from there? It just ends up feeling like we're banging a head our head against the wall. And I think we've been pretty good at recognizing like, you know, you can't force that kind of inspiration, and you're not gonna be able to necessarily sit down and think your way out of it. Sometimes it just comes to you, and you got to know how to kind of capture that motivation. Sure. And a lot of the times, a lot of the times that's through like scatting. Like I've got a ton of voice memos and like we send each other videos back and forth where I'm kind of just beep, bop, beat up and do kind of thing, you know. And, and when we're writing, like a lot of the times when we start band practices, we'll sit in my living room. Uh, Sean's got his guitar and we're kind of recapping on stuff we've done before. Um, we'll scat some stuff out, like make a lot of variations on, on a riff that 
you know, a, lot of, a, a good a good chunk of it is like something that he's written on guitar and he'll bring forward too. And then I kind of have my interpretation of that. And we go back and forth on it. Well, that that aspect yeah, yeah. of uh, of like the, the physicality of it, you're talking about, you know, the doing doing physical labor and you know meeting each other, hiking and, and cycling and all that. Does that come into it? Because it definitely sounds like a lot of the songs that, that I've heard online, anyway, sound very kind of propulsive. Like there's a lot. Of, it seems like there's a lot of physical energy put into playing them. Is that accurate or? It's crickets. I, 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 I took the last question. I took yeah. the last question. Sean can get this one. Uh. Dan's definitely pretty physical when he's playing a guitar. I'm usually just trying not to miss a note kind of thing. Right. Uh, I think it's definitely a bigger part of the writing process than the playing process for me. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, when you're hiking for hours on end and you're just kind of in this flow state of moving your feet and feeling this rhythm, I get so many ideas doing that. Okay, so cool, cool. I think, it, yeah, it's, it's a part of the process, but more in the writing stage for me. Cool. Um, for me, like as a drummer, obviously it's a really physical instrument. And then between the projects, like you, you're familiar with the Felion, yep. and that was even more like, ah, you know, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nugget, Nugget is definitely Nugget is definitely a lot more cerebrally demanding. Um, but you know, like I got to be on it when I'm playing this stuff. Like I got to get some good caffeine, and uh, you know, it's not like I can just sit down and make it happen at any time, right? Sure. So I got to. I got to dig into some good energy and I got to really be on the ball when I'm playing. Um, you know, like when we're writing, it is really mentally demanding. Like we'll walk out of practice is just feeling like totally drained and like I feel useless for the rest of the day. But once we've really, oh, Sean, you're nice and cozy. <laughs> um, um, but like once once we've got things ingrained and I've played something like 50 times and it's kind of locked in, in my head, uh, then that's when it's like it's a lot more physical, you know? Okay. Uh, that's when you're actually playing it as music as opposed to just like, oh, shit, I'm trying to string together these parts. And 
what am I playing next? And then right. eventually, you know, it becomes encoded to the point where you can almost just churn it out without thinking too much about it. And that's when you can really rip. And then that's when it gets really physically intense. Cool, cool. Yeah. And so am I correct in assuming that this band has been around, it's been around for a while, but it was kind of a side project to all the other groups you guys were doing, right? Is that... Um, or it was something well, you were doing okay, while you were doing other... Sean, you want to? <laughs> yeah, I think for me at least, more of a side project okay. to life. Uh, I think the September after we started jamming, I went back to school, or I started going back to school. Okay. And so that's been keeping me pretty busy, as well as other hobbies that I take just as seriously as music. Um, and so, yeah, like during the school years, Nuggets basically been on hiatus, and then we'll do stuff during the summers as much as we can. But then at the same time, when it's the summer, we want to go hiking and biking and all that. Sure, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, it feels like a side out. project to the rest of life sometimes. Um, I guess the first part, you were asking how, like, about how long we've been around us. So yeah. I think it was like Christ- Christmas of 2014 was when we had our first jams. Right, It was right around the new year going into 2015 okay. when we first started playing. And we managed to churn out quite a bit of material within the first few months. Like I think we wrote the five-song EP um, we had finished that song by May, I guess. Right. So we recorded that and then, yeah, it's been kind of off and on in the years following that. Like, you know, we'd get together towards the end of the summer, uh, when school wouldn't be so busy and play a show like in September around the kind of like Christmas time, like okay. early in the new term before things really got heavy for Sean, cause he's studying engineering. So that takes up a lot of time. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, like we've been, we've been a band for what, like five and a half, five and a half years, almost five and a quarter, but we've, we've only been active for maybe about half of that. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like last summer we were hanging out, um, oh, I'd see you at least, you know, a handful of times every month, right? Probably almost every week. Yeah, just we, we'd hang out really regularly, but like we would just go out cycling and train all the time and hang out at his cabin and go on adventures and stuff. Cool. Like we didn't we didn't write or play at all. We just kind of let the project shelf. And uh, there are times when I've been nagging at him to start, and there are times when you know he's kind of ready to go and he's got the time and his schedule to start, and then he'll kind of pull me into it. So it's been kind of back and forth like that. And you know, we try to ride the wave when we're both down to commit. Sure, yeah, it makes sense. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, the inspiration and the the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then just kind of let it collect dust in the meantime. So how has this whole quarantine self-isolation thing affected you guys? Because, I, you know, I, I've been doing this these online interviews for uh, probably about a month now. And depending on the artist, I mean, people are having completely different experiences. Some people have had to cancel whole tours. Some people have just been keep on doing what they're doing. So how has this impacted you? I mean, it's impacting everyone in, in, in one way or another. But as a band, other than just not being able to practice in the same room, has it affected you guys i think this is the first season in a while where we've seriously had time to focus on this project like i'm taking the semester off from school right now i've got some free time and so we were really excited to like play a few shows serious oh we were were gonna write do some recording (laughs) so it sucks that like in the one season we were committing to the band a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah able to do too much yeah, that does suck. Uh, yeah, we've st- still been doing like FaceTime jam sessions, and luckily, scatting is a big part of our process already. Sure, you don't need the uh, right, yeah, you yeah. don't need the same room for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we did a we did a good FaceTime call like earlier this 
last week, this week, whatever. I've lost track of days. So Me too, yeah. yeah. I don't know where one week ends and one begins. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we spent some good time kind of like chatting, uh, you know, just online um, with some riffs that we kind of had uh, together for one of the new songs we're working on. And we were just kind of discussing, like, how to structure and uh, getting into more, like, detailed um, variations on that. Okay. Um, you know, so like, and then like make notes and send some of that to each other. And then actually yesterday I spent like three or four hours drumming and probably about half of that was actually putting together, um, what we were talking about. Oh, cool. Okay. It's like with, with, with some of our writing process to go back to that question, um, like we can have sections like basically locked in and I haven't learned any of it on drums, right? Like it's like, we've kind of, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, you know, like so far we've managed to keep a bit of momentum rolling, which is pretty cool. And hopefully we can keep up some stuff um, or keep that going throughout this period, however long it lasts. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we we had to cancel the show. We were supposed to play actually this Friday. This yeah. Friday, yeah, yeah. And on top of that, that would have been that show if we played that. I guess the date still is our uh, five year anniversary from when we debuted on stage. Oh, cool. Our first, yeah. our first show was April tenth, twenty fifteen, and we would have played uh, April tenth this year. So that's kind of a bummer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer, yeah. But you know what? Like, if the worst, you know, if my biggest lament is that I can't, you know, have band practices face to face with Sean. We got to cancel shows. Yeah, yeah. Then you know we're pretty damn lucky. Like this, this is a pretty serious situation. We got to do our parts, and uh, you know, I'm worried about some more vulnerable people, totally. especially a lot of like down in the states. It's crazy uh, down there. It's crazy down there. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're really lunk, lucky that we live in, uh, you know, like a little podunk town like Winnipeg yeah. where we've got a lot more space and, you know, we're not all crammed together. And Sure. It's easier yeah. to self-isolate yeah. when there's, yeah, yeah, for sure.
So whenever this thing ends, whenever that ends up being, like who who knows at this point? But what is kind of the next step for you guys then? Once you can actually be in the same room together and potentially play shows and potentially record, what's sort of the next uh, plan you have? Well, those things. Those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> play shows, recording. Yeah, yeah. Practice yeah. and play shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we've been we've been talking about booking some studio time as well. Okay. We need a little bit of time to kind of uh, get our momentum back up and. Uh, finish up i think we want to finish up at least the second new tune that we're working on right now cool cool um get back on stage and play a few shows but you know hopefully uh like we were saying like sean's often busy with school so you're going back in when september uh assuming, assuming it happens yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 we're making some assumptions there yeah so, yeah so i guess that could throw a wrench yeah, for you too Oh, it's a pretty big wrench that's been thrown in the gears of the world. Yeah. Lately. So, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. yeah, you know, we don't we don't know how this is going to play out, how long it's going to last for, and the implications going beyond that. But, uh, you know, we got some really good momentum right now, and I hope that Sean's down to kind of try to keep it going yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout all this, yeah. do whatever we can. Cool. Yeah. No, it's, it's good to hear. Because, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I won't be surprised if a lot of bands end during this time, just because, like, it's, you can't, that momentum just dies unless you're, have creative ways to, to deal with it, you know? Yeah. I suppose true. too. Yeah. yeah. And if, if you've got a lot of like, um, you know, a financial anchor in it, right? Yep. Like if you've dumped into like, you know, you hear about bands that have had to cancel, like, you know, full tours, like nationwide or multi-nation tours. Yep. And it's like, Oh, we just like spent like $3,000 a merch and all these rentals and all this other stuff. Right. And, and then like the promoters and everything too, like this scene is getting, you know, gutted almost. Yeah. It's from all rough. This. Yeah. Yeah, so for us, you know, whatever, we're just a couple schlubs that, you know, okay, well, let's go hop on a bill and we don't really have anything. You know, <laughs> we haven't really lost anything other than the, the, the time that we would have been playing. Sure. Right, so that's yeah. the worst for us. Sure, so which, which is, I mean, lucky. probably best case scenario, really, as far as being yeah. in a band goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there, Absolutely. are there, Um, I mean, I know, I'm not specifically talking about duos, but are there other artists that you guys kind of see as... Um, not like a, a model of what you're doing, but that, that you both kind of agree on as an influencer, as someone that is doing something that you aspire to. Influencer. Yeah. Influencer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a running joke with us. Um, you know what I mean though, so, right? So you're asking kind of, you're, you're asking kind of like, you know, what bands we'd look up to and what we draw. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily like, Oh, what do you listen to? But like, you know, doing the type of music you do, which again is, you know, sort of somewhat nebulous and hard to define as we've discussed, but like, you know, is there anyone that you kind of model what you're doing after in the sense of being a, a two piece playing this kind of music that's technical, but also not technical <laughs> and heavy, but not heavy. Like we've talked about, you know, again, it's hard to define it. Right. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw Tigran out there as the first one. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar I'm not, with no, Tigran no, no. uh, Armenian pianist. I uh, grew up studying jazz, I think. And then also of course, Armenian folk music. Cool. Uh, he's gotten into classical music. He cites Meshuggah as a big influence. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and yeah. So he plays piano, but he's this crazy blend of jazz, folk, classical, heavy, technical breakdowns. Cool. Um, yeah, we've been a big fan of his stuff, and we had the pleasure of seeing him live at the New Music Festival uh, two months ago, month and a half ago now. Before oh, everything ended, January. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he was playing with uh, Nate, Nate Wood on drums and Evan Marion on bass as a trio and yeah everything that i would hope to ever be able to do musically they were pulling off flawlessly very cool yeah like compositions that are insanely technical but also just baselines sound good and sound catchy and melodic cool 
uh, not just like flexing the technicality kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Um, is, I think. What, oh, go ahead. I think what Sean just ended off with, where it's like you know, there is a lot of if you want to dissect it, there's some pretty interesting techniques, and it's pretty challenging to play. But at the end of it, you know, it just feels good. Like you don't necessarily you don't have to analyze it. You don't like to to understand it, right? Like you don't have to like sit there with a calculator and be like, oh, <laughs> and try to you you know what I mean? And I I think I think like with our writing style, uh, like there have been times when we've or. I know Sean, Sean explores a lot of weird ideas and he's like been in a lot of like avant-garde kind of, you know, scenes uh, at points. Okay. You know, he's got side projects he could tell you about later on. And I think there have been times when I've almost like backed off from like, that just feels like it's too much of like a, a like a technique flex or it just doesn't feel as much like music. You know what I mean? So like we might have a really interesting idea, but at the same time, you know, we want it to groove at the end of it. Yeah. Well, I was kind of, what I was going to ask after the the follow-up there would have been like, do you, um, is it hard to not get in that mode where you're doing something that's hyper-technical or is is so far out that it's not accessible necessarily to the average listener? Like, can you get kind of stuck in that rabbit hole of of just playing weird shit that is overly complicated? And then you have to kind of force yourself to get back into something melodic or something with a groove, like you said, or is it sort of come naturally? Um, well, I think, you know, even the stuff that I might consider like more accessible, uh, you know, a lot of people might have a hard time digesting. Sure. Like, I think it's kind of like, we might be a little bit of like a band's band at this point, right? Like we, we both really like kind of brain bending riffs and, and I like playing stuff that's challenging, but I think it's just, you know, we try to apply it in a way that like, oh, that, you know, like that's pretty fucking, you know, that's pretty groovy or whatever, right? Um, but you know, at the same time, there are going to be points where we're kind of going like into that deeper end where it's like, oh, if you kind of blink, you'll miss it. Or you'll kind of, you know, get a little disoriented. You might have to go back for a few listens before you kind of figure out what we're doing. Maybe. Sure. Sure. But that's, yeah, that's a good thing, yeah. right? Like you want people to kind of, uh, yeah, abs- go back and relive. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, a, a lot of stuff can be like almost like brain candy, like really easily digestible. So I guess, you know, it's, it can be a challenge just learning to balance the technical uh, aspects with something that like is still musical. Okay. Okay.
do you have a preferred way that someone should listen to your stuff? Like, would you rather someone kind of give it like a quick Passover first and then go back and sort of find the hidden hidden nuggets in there? Like, to, not to be ridiculous <laughs> with the puns, but you know what I mean? Like, or, or he said the name. I said the name. I said the name. <laughs> I, had to, I had to fit it in somehow. I had to fit it in somehow. You know what I mean, though, right? Like, Sammy! Sammy, you know! <laughs> is there, like, how would you like someone to take it in i mean obviously once you've put it out in the world it's not yours anymore right it's the listener is going to interpret it however they want but what would you sort of prefer someone to hear do you want them to have it as background music or does it require kind of intense headphone listening to sort of hear everything that's going on it definitely it definitely demands some attention um you know you could probably listen through a song and like find yourself kind of bob into a few pieces and then it's over right but like if you look at the single that we released uh like dini grage mm-hmm. like that's a two minute song it's two minutes flat and there's probably like i don't know six different styles in there yeah yeah all succinctly kind of put together right like so you know you might you might hear a section and be like oh shit i need to hear that again right like it we we only played it for about like you know, eight or 14 seconds and then we move on and you'll never hear it again in that tune. Right. So yeah. You know, like some of those parts come at you pretty quick Sure. and uh, it's kind of crazy to think about the time that we actually spend writing something versus the time that it actually um, is, is on stage for, so to speak. Right. Um, I think there are a lot of times where we're like, okay, that's a really sweet riff. And like, it's a lot of each bar. We kind of want to have a little variation. So we're not just playing it straightforward. Like however many times, but then it's like we get through that, you know, transition and then it's like, oh, we need to play this longer because like that just goes by way too quick, you know. Um, yeah. So when somebody's list- so when somebody's listening to it, uh, they might kind of feel the same thing where it's like it kind of hooked them in, but they didn't really fully grasp it. Sure. I don't know. Maybe you need to, you know, I, I, I think maybe it's music like as you listen to it more and more and you kind of know what to expect, you'll still hear some different stuff out of it. Okay. Do you guys still yeah, hear different we'll stuff out of it? Quickly. Like, do you, when you're listening back to something you've recorded, do you guys pick up on things that maybe you missed when you were first jamming it or first writing it? Or is it all very much like, you know, compartmentalized in your head that this is where this happens, this is where this happens? Like, do you surprise each other, I guess, after the fact? I think a little bit. Going back and listening to our uh, Kony EP, which was, when did we release that? 20... It was 2015 great, that came out in great name, by the way, for a right, record. It's yeah, hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> like the, the first song we wrote in basically our first jam session. So we wrote that super quick. And uh, the other ones were also relatively quick compared to the speed at which we're writing now, okay. I think. Uh, so yeah, listening back to those years later, uh, they definitely feel or sound kind of different to me. Um, and I think part of it is that at the time we didn't maybe take as much time to stop and adopt the listener's perspective sure uh, which i think is something we're doing a lot more this season of writing so just getting caught up in your own kind of brain sort of thing yeah i think so i i think um you know like with those older recordings that ep like you know there are periods where i haven't listened to it for months or longer so coming back you know it's kind of like um you know, it's like I'm 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 approaching it as a listener and less as the person who's playing it. Okay. You know, like it's almost like, oh, if you know, at points like when when we've been on hiatus and then we're we've got a gig and we've got to sharpen things up, it's like I have to relearn that, right? So sometimes it almost it almost feels like I'm covering somebody else's material. Sure. Okay. That and makes sense, you know, yeah. maybe every time I learn it, you know, like there's there's like a little bit of a different approach, you know, something that I'm doing slightly differently. Cool. You know? Cool. Yeah. But yeah, but I think at, 
Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. At at the same time, like I definitely still really relate to the style, and like you know, I I know where I came from with all of it, right? So sure. Yeah, yeah. So if people are hearing, Sean? oh no, were you gonna add something to that? Uh, or? Yeah, I was just gonna sort of keep going on that. I think like at the time of writing some of those riffs, and at the time of learning to play some of those as well as we wanted to, it was a lot of just thinking numbers and rhythms and what uh, frets am I hitting and whatever. And then listening back with no guitar in hand, and it's been a couple of years. Yeah, it's more of like a, I don't know, big picture experience okay. with the song, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does, like, for sure. Yeah. Instead of hearing like the micro rhythms within the riff, you just hear the riff and like the effect of that melody that you might have not noticed before, or that pattern of accents that you might not have noticed before. Cool, cool. So if someone is hearing about you guys for the first time on this podcast, obviously they're not going to be able to see you live anytime soon because of what's going on no. in the world. But what's the best yeah, kind of option? Sad. Yeah, it sucks. But what's the best option for them to find your music or to, you know, find out about what you are doing in future, assuming this crisis ever ends and shows start happening again? Oh, so we get to, we get to plug our you stuff You get to plug now, your right? stuff right this now, yeah. Big, this is the plug. This moment, is the plug section moment. of the show, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, lay, yeah. Down those, lay down those likes, people. That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, uh, we're uh, what is it, uh, WPG Nugs okay. on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, have, um, we have our EP and a single up on Bandcamp. Cool. Uh, that's nugget204.bandcamp.com. And then we're also on Spotify. You might have a harder time finding us kind of hard to search for bands with generic names like that yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we we've got our recordings up on nugget and or sorry on um Bandcamp and spotify okay and we've got a live clip or two up on uh YouTube on youtube yeah, yeah i saw that as yeah. well very cool yeah yeah awesome and then uh yeah we've got uh we've got what three finished songs and another song in the works so we're hoping to get into the studio Sweet. once uh the world kind of resumes its pace assuming it's it does time, play some more shows yeah. Yeah, yeah, right on. Cool. Yeah, yeah well, assuming assuming it does. Yeah, because yeah. it might not, right? I mean, hopefully it does, because you know, I, I, if it doesn't, I, I'm gonna run out of people to talk to on the show because you know, eventually, <laughs> yeah. now now I can just talk yeah. to people about, oh yeah, we're off for a while. What are you gonna do after this? But if if it, the world ends, then there's no podcast. Yeah, right? I've been doing this for like 500 episodes almost, and I, and I can't stop because of the stupid virus. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> keep on trucking. Corona won't kill the witch police radio. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or maybe it will. Maybe that's how it ends. Maybe I just get coronavirus oh, maybe, and die. Maybe will, yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. That's really morbid. Uh, are you are you too are you too big to fail at this point? I think I've been failing for eight years. I think it's just been a continual <laughs> fail <laughs> for the failing entire run of the years. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Ain't gonna stop anytime yeah. soon. So I can't win at this point. Yeah. I just continue failing, and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. You will fail another day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad we made this happen. I mean, I know we kind of uh, we're gonna originally do it in person, and that's always better because you could probably could have played some music or whatever. But uh, we'll throw some songs in anyway. Yeah. And that's yeah, true. I appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks, thanks for taking the time, yeah, uh, giving us giving us the plug, and it's good chatting with you again. Right on. It was a couple of years ago when you were in my backyard with Ephelion, eh? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And your cats. Huh. I saw yeah. your cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your cat. <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, Dust, Dusty's still alive and well. Right Pharrell isn't with us anymore. That's but, too bad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, yeah it, it, it happens to all of us, it, you know? It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. One day, one day we'll be crossing the Rainbow Bridge too. We'll be very well, yeah, yeah. At some point, hopefully not maybe, soon. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit sooner than we anticipated with all this uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending, depending what happens. All right, that's a terrible way to end the podcast, but let's end it there. Yeah.